I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. I always love when we're trying to choose what we're we're going to talk about from uh, episode to episode. And it seems like you and I often get distracted as we're trying to determine what what we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. Which I bet listeners can guess what <laughs> what that led to. <laughs> An episode on distraction. Yeah. It's so yeah, easily distracted in one. today's world, wouldn't you think? I mean, yes, because this is, as I imagine you also experience clinically, People complain to me all the time yeah. about being distracted. And, and I get the question actually a lot, do I have ADHD? And it's yeah. not a wrong question to ask because lots of people do have it. I treat a lot of ADHD. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's always worth asking a clinician, though the other thing is just like, you know, these things, these I'm holding on my phone if you're not watching our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, Oh man, all yeah. these devices, these screens, they they basically get to the sometimes most uh, the worst parts of our brain with yeah. distractibility. It's like we've gotten a PhD, a doctorate degree and a license to just help people stay focused and get off of their phones. Yeah, a, I mean, I need to use it. I need to use it on myself. I mean, <laughs> I don't oh, know well, about you. <laughs> you know, I, I same. And I, I say to clients, you know, it's really, as you know, um, Nikki, as we're, you know, in CBT, where we we practice this radical genuineness. And I will be radically genuine with clients where I'll say, like, yeah, sometimes I get lost in the phone too. I get distracted. And, you know, but what I try and do is do it mindfully, you know, so I could bring myself back to the moment, which means that I might still kind of be distracted. You know, mindfulness doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we just like, automatically correct and perfect it just means Mm -hmm. we bring back to the moment which the moment we might be doing Mm -hmm. something that we're not proud of or trying to change Mm -hmm. yeah well i think that's something really important like so because i think what you're saying is something that is often confused in mindfulness which is that we're not people think we're not supposed to be distracted and i'm like no distraction is the baseline yeah. Like that's the baseline. Like getting distracted is what our minds are are designed to do. That's where we're going to go. And mindfulness practice is about becoming more aware of that, and then yes. having an opportunity for choice to come back. Yeah. Right. But then yeah. I think the other end is like sort of what we're highlighting. Highlighting, excuse me, the technology is our minds are more distractible distractible these days because of the technology that exists yeah. that it really does. I mean, just for listeners to know, I mean, the way these things are designed, colors, sound, yeah. you know, uh, like, um, re- like quick information. It's very, very reinforcing. It's think about like how gambling works, right? It's like, or like yeah. slot machines or something, right? It's, we'll say more um, about how it's reinforcing. Cause I think that that's, that's the nail on the head. So maybe describe that for listeners. Yeah, it's just that it gets at a part of our brain that um, wants to be stimulated. So brains really like stimulation. They like um, novel information. And so that just, it's like, you know, like dopamine shot, you know, your brain is like, Ooh, that feels good. I want Uh more of that. So, (laughs) so when, when something, um, when something gives us that our brains are more likely to continue engaging in, in the behavior that provided it. And so things like, you know, Again, smartphones, like all the technology we have, like anything with screens, right? iPads, televisions, you know, like endless music available on Spotify or whatever it is. Like there's just so much novel stimuli out there that we 
as humans get stuck in just continuing to engage with it all the time. And, you know, like, again, like this is just hardwired into everybody. Like I have this, Peter, you know, Pete has this, like, this isn't, um, this isn't like a a problem. Only one person on earth struggles with this is, this is universal, you know, but um, but the problem now is that because of the way things are designed in the modern world, we have to be extra, extra intentional yeah. to step away from that stuff. It's like mindfulness is thousands of years old. It's like brains were always distractible. It's like now it's like they're reinforced for being distractible, you know? Yeah. Well, and so it is reinforced, which means it gets stronger to be able to do it. You know, your brain almost mm-hmm. craves it then in a way, right? Because you talked about yeah. you know, the, the the different neurotransmitters and, and uh you know, uh, the brains are not really like that's there's emerging research around how all of these distractions are impacting the brain, you know, which is yeah. kind of scary and cool at the same time. You know, like, th- like, what do you, well, I don't know. I see your it's, face. It was, I was like, it's well, no, no, I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, it's cool from like a scientist lens. Like, we're right. like, oh, and, but scary, scary from a baseline human experience lens, in my opinion. And I, I agree with your opinion. It's also the baseline has moved, you know, because it's a, it's yeah. a, diff, it's a different yeah. generation. It's a different culture. And so when you see, when you think about how it's affecting, you know, and from a psychological perspective, we are looking at attention, you know, so right now we're talking about yes. distraction. Yes. Um, so but, important that you're saying that. Yeah. Well, why is that important? Well, that's what, keep going with it, Pete. <laughs> yeah, because attention is the concept, you know, psychological concept uh, where the brain is staying focused. And what we know from like one mindfulness or just from most of the neurology, neuropsychology literature is that you could only do one thing at a time. So people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we even did an episode on multitasking. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. we did. You're always good at remembering Not- the episodes on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we did that one, but, but these, you know, <laughs> we're complicated species. Yeah. With species, a lot of these things link back, but yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, though I'll add, I think something important to say here though, is that, um, distraction doesn't just take away from our ability to pay attention. Right. Um, it also gets in the way of something that I think a lot of people, um, don't have a lot of willingness to experience, which is being bored. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it's funny because it's like, I've read, there was, it was not that long ago from, I don't know, maybe it was like a year ago or something. There was like a great article in the New York Times talking about this and talking, and there was some like, um, they were quoting some kind of uh, psychological research in it, but talking about how there's a place for boredom that in yeah. boredom is like, we also, you know, it's not pleasant, but there's like space, there's room to daydream, like creativity can be activated. And, you know, boredom, is not a pleasurable emotion to experience. But right. I always say anecdotally, you know, people that I work with, I'm like, people go to the ends of the earth to avoid feeling awkward or bored. And I'm totally. like, yeah, those 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 emotions are not fun. But I'm like, they're so mild compared to like shame or like panic. <laughs> but like the amount of times people don't yeah. want to feel bored, you know? And so now we just have these little computers we carry around everywhere that just really, really weaken um, our brain's ability to just be still, you know, I'll, I'll so like tell my, my college students, like, I'll be like, you know, it used to be that you go to the post office and you just wait there. <laughs> just, <laughs> you just, you just stand there. You don't do anything. Maybe you talk to the person bored. behind or in front of you. Maybe. Like, maybe. Yeah. But, but probably, but at the post office, probably not. Maybe you just, not. Yeah. You just, you just wait. You just wait. bored. Yeah. And I'm like, and you know what? It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. I, kind of, I personally, yeah, I kind of long for that experience. Yeah. Because I can feel my brain 
weakened in yeah. that area. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a meeting the other day. It was outside. And we were trying to then at the end of that meeting, schedule the next meeting. And I said, I don't have my phone with me. So I'll have to just text you to follow up, you know, and I did that intentionally because we do. So that's another strategy is like with intention, you can try and be less distracted, you know, because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think as you define, as we, as we talk about attention, the way the brain works, there are primary, secondary, tertiary interests that the brain focuses on. And so distraction mm-hmm. takes away from a primary interest. And to your point, that interest may not be pleasurable and often is not. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're mm-hmm. looking for a way to distract. And and forever, probably from the beginning of time, people were looking for distractions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what was just going through my mind as you were saying that was I was thinking listeners are probably like, well, what's the point? Like, who cares? Like, if I don't have, <laughs> if I want to be distracted or I want to do something. Right that's stimulating. Why don't I do that? And it's like, the point is, is that nothing works in every context. So it's not to say distraction in and of itself right. is inherently bad. What's not effective or workable is when our brains are trying to prioritize being comfortable at all. Yes. And I love that. sometimes being uncomfortable is, yeah. you know, a path to being more regulated emotionally or yeah. a path to listening or having space. I mean, like devices, for example, like again, yeah, it feels good to just like, scroll on your, you know, whatever you're scrolling Instagram or news on your phone, waiting in line. But like, then people come and complain to me and they say, like, I have a headache from looking at screens too much. I I know the blue light, reading a book or something. And so we have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Um, so there's a couple like sort of basic suggestions I have for some of that, but I, I would love to start by listening to what are some of the things that you tell patients, Pete, in terms of ways to work with distraction, try to reduce it again, not eliminate it. That's not the point. We can't eliminate distraction, but, you know, mitigate it. Yeah. I love yours about just learning to be bored, you know, learning to be uncomfortable. Uh, I think, you know, in, in, in the East, um, you know, there would not, you know, distraction is like uh, really negative, you know, because you're, mm-hmm. you know, distraction pulls you out of the present moment. Maybe I think we could probably go back mm-hmm. and forth with that. Cause maybe I'm on my phone mm-hmm. in the present moment, blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line, like ultimately it's taking out of the present moment. And obviously in the East, like life, there are things done more simply where you don't have as many distractions. Like I do think, you know, in the West, like we are definitely, you know, more developed. And so we have all these really bright color, you know, like I remember I had an, um, an old aunt and we would drive her around and she'd be like, I should have went into the light industry, you know, cause she would be driving around seeing all the bright oh. lights of buildings and, oh. you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah uh-huh. like um, what are those things on the side of the road? The, Poster billboards? board thing, billboards, <laughs> billboards. <laughs> oh, this is, oh. Pete, Pete's not that old, you guys. Just I know. <laughs> sometimes have word finding difficulties because I'm trying to stay distracted. Uh, yeah, so That's so funny. yeah, you know, just it is about like so techniques are, of course, thinking about what you're doing to exercise your brain, and so you know, meditation mm-hmm. really helps to you know be able to be okay with you know, staying focused and attention. Um, we haven't talked about being uncomfortable it. Uncomfortable and being, being uncomfortable. Being and a willingness that, to be uncomfortable. And yeah. Willingness. Um, we haven't even talked mm-hmm. about, you mentioned ADHD a little bit, but also like there's a lot of be- really great behavioral interventions for ADHD before you get to medication. Uh, and well, that works for people that don't have ADHD. I mean, that's right. like, that's, well, I true. mean, I, exactly. I, uh, that's it, it's literally just like when we're struggling with with attention, it's like breaking yeah. tasks down into the small pieces using yeah. a Pomodoro timer. If you guys yep. know what that is, it's like 20, 
20 to 25 minutes of work and then like five to say 15 minutes of a break. Yeah. Yep. Um, I got to throw out there. I mean, Please. this is like my number one like recommendation. I was, um, I've said it a couple of times to speak to patients actually in session, turn off your push notifications. Amen. <laughs> that is the one yeah. I'm always like, there's no need. I'm like, you want to have them on for texts? Like yeah. totally. That makes sense. It's like having your phone on, like your phone ringer turned on. I'm like, but no one needs the push notifications for email, yeah. social media, um, whatever app. And I, and people are like, why? I'm like, because even if you don't even have the sound or the um, vibration on, even lighting up, it's pulling your attention towards your phone. And I'm yeah. like, here's the thing. You're still going to check it 9 million times anyway. You're still going to you're still going to check it. Yeah. yeah. So like, let's agree. Just, just, just try to reduce it, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah. what else you got? You got to, is that, I, I love that one. You, you have, other? that's a big, I mean, that's that one big. is, well, that's like, you know, like, and to throw out a dorky behavioral term is it's called stimulus control. So stimulus control for listeners means basically just like, um, like changing a stimulus to try to influence a behavior. So, um, you know, if you wanted to like run in the morning, you might leave your shoes next to your running shoes next to your bed, like the stimulus, it's not going to make you go running, but it, um, it might, uh, influence that behavior and yeah. we can do it to reduce it too. Like if you're trying to sm- stop, you know, smoking cigarettes or something like don't keep them in your pocket, go put them in the console of your car. doesn't yeah. actually stop you from walking to get them. So this, that's turning off push notifications is just like really simple. Um, like a really simple old school behavioral science tool that again, it's not magic. You guys like it requires willingness, but let's just reduce the amount of uh, flashing lights and sounds that your brain is having to encounter all the time. Yeah. That's a great one. I'm sure listeners are really going to benefit from this episode. We'll do more on it because, you know, distraction is something that is, you know, critical in the East and the West. And so I'll leave you with Sharon Salzberg, which is a, one of our mindfulness practitioners here in the West uh, with this quote, as we hone the ability to let go of distraction, to begin again without rancor or judgment, we are deepening forgiveness and compassion for ourselves. And in life, we find we might make a mistake and more easily begin again or stray from our chosen course and begin again. This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Pete Economo. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin. Content is for informational and educational purposes only.